0: Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes,
1: I saw it happen.
0: After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations.
1: How do we know who we can trust? Trust God.
0: Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Bernson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated, but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only, beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com.
2: Keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of
3: Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
4: Our ministry will only grow, there will be many more followers, but I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us an apostle is the same as a messenger, one who I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick.
5: Cast out demons.
4: Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit TheChosenTickets.com today.
6: Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA.
5: When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning.
6: That's why I invented my pillow. one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products
7: that's mypillow.com promo code kmc
0: coming to theaters january 26th left behind rise of the antichrist was it the rapture yes i saw it
7: You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters.
6: Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two,
0: one. Obliterating confusion.
6: Amplifying
7: truth. And pursuing clarity. All right, we've got a lot to get to in the coming hour. I hope that you will uh, stay with us for the full show today. Of course, Shelly Goldberg's here for a parenting tip for the week. We will also uh, delve into the January 6th information that's coming out. Uh, Steven Sun, the chief of police for the Capitol Police, is releasing a new book with some unknown details that we'll get to you. Plus, what's going on on Capitol Hill? Stay here.
6: Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere.
3: Kevin McCullough.
6: I just want to help people think. He is playing the world. As, uh, as well as anybody could.
8: Kevin
0: McCullough is a national syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio.
7: Very glad to have you here. Welcome in. It's a big, busy Wednesday, and if you think it's busy where you are, uh, try being on the um, hill, uh, try being on the floor of Capitol Hill these days. Uh, There's utter chaos has broken out as uh, the House of Representatives has not been able to elect a speaker of the House, at least as of this conversation at this moment. And newly elected Congressman Mike Lawler joins us from d c to give us a bird's eye view of what's going on. Mike, welcome back. Uh, it seems like just a few days ago we were congratulating you on your big win. You were part of the red wave in New York State, and uh very happy to see that you are taking leadership even in the in the in the caucus that's going in there as a bunch of rookies uh you're already making waves. I know you authored a letter uh, in the Speaker of the House uh controversy earlier in the week. Uh, where do things stand as we sit and have this conversation at this very moment?
8: Well, we're continuing to uh, go through the roll call vote. Um, and I, along with uh, my colleagues who have been steadfast in supporting uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, are not budging. Uh, he has the overwhelming support of the conference, both in our conference elections back in November and here on the floor uh, both yesterday and today. Uh, and you cannot allow a handful of folks to dictate to the rest of the conference uh what is going to happen. You have to work together. And that is what we have tried to do. Kevin has negotiated in good faith with the Freedom Caucus to address many of the concerns they have raised. We've made over 20 rules changes. Uh, much of it at their request. And, you know, they need to learn to take yes for an answer.
7: All right, Mike, I'm glad that you said that. And I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's it's really important that my listeners have as unobstructed a view of what's happening here as possible. First of all, you mentioned that he's negotiating with the Freedom Caucus, but Jim Jordan was the founder of the Freedom Caucus. And Jim Jordan has said openly that he doesn't want to be Speaker of the House and that he's supporting Kevin McCarthy. And in fact, the numbers I've seen are that these 20 1920 members are a small portion of the Freedom Caucus. So is it the entire Freedom Caucus that's the problem or just these rogue holdouts?
8: Great question. Uh, Jim Jordan is absolutely supporting Kevin McCarthy. He nominated him yesterday. He continues to vote for Kevin McCarthy, and he has said that he does not want to be speaker. A good chunk of the Freedom Caucus uh, is supporting Kevin McCarthy. People like Debbie Lesko, Marjorie Taylor Greene, they are supporting Kevin McCarthy for speaker. So this has become, uh, you know, a group of folks within the Freedom Caucus who are just refusing uh, to budge, refusing to negotiate in good faith, and unfortunately are trying to hold the rest of us hostage. And it and it cannot be allowed to happen. That's not how you, uh, you know, serve in a conference. First of all, we have 18 members, myself included, who represent districts won by Joe Biden in 2020. Right. If we want to keep the majority, you need people like me and others in the conference. That's the only way you get to 218. And Kevin McCarthy is the best person to work across the spectrum, dealing with the Freedom Caucus, to people in the Republican Governance Group, uh, in Republican Main Street, and address the challenges across the board to keep us unified as a conference. But here's the bigger point. While we're wasting time on this speaker vote, guess what's not happening? The oversight hearings into the Biden administration. Yeah, you're not getting to fire those.
7: You're not getting to fire those 87,000 tax agents that I want you to fire.
8: (laughs) Correct. And by the way, that was the first act we were going to take after the election of speaker and the swearing in of members. We were going to repeal the 87,000 IRS agents. You can't do that unless you have a speaker. You can't secure the border unless you have a speaker. You can't rein in the reckless out of control spending of the Biden administration unless you have a speaker. And so for all the things that the Freedom Caucus has fought for, uh, or at least professes to fight for, uh, those things can't happen unless you have a Speaker of the House. And so the reality for for all of us is this. Kevin McCarthy is the person best positioned to get to 218. And we need everyone, everyone within the conference to work together to resolve the differences and move forward as a unified conference, because the longer this drags on, The only person winning is Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer and Hakeem Jeffries.
7: I want to point something else out that's very important, and that is that um, when you said that um, Leader McCarthy uh, negotiated with this group in good faith, uh, adopted those 20 requests, uh, that was what they had requested. That was what they said would be necessary to earn their support. And he gives it and the next thing you know they're back with another set of demands it does not seem Correct. like this is earnest negotiation in the in the pursuit of the priorities of the freedom caucus or the people that support the freedom caucus members it seems to me these may be people with personal axes to grind or some other beef with uh with mr mccarthy that they you know are using this opportunity to kind of to 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 drive the point home because as you mentioned much of the Freedom Caucus, and I'm I've been a longtime supporter of the Freedom Caucus. Um, I was I spoke at the very first uh, event that they held on the on the mall years ago when they packed you know two million people on that mall. Um, th- this has always been this is the precursor to Trump. This was the this was the real start of the modern freedom movement. This is this is an important group. But to your point, you've got to. You, you, I w- I feel like these members have to negotiate in as good a faith as they got from uh, from Mr. McCarthy. And it does not appear as though they have come to that conclusion yet.
8: No, the frustration here is that, you know, Kevin negotiated in good faith. He, he uh, you know, worked with them to develop uh, over 20 changes to the rules, uh, much of it at their request. Um, but they kept moving the goalposts and they come back in the 11th hour and they have a whole new list of demands, including uh, you know, removing the church style committee from Jen Jordan's uh, Judiciary Committee uh, and giving it to Scott Perry. Uh, they also had demands that specific members get on specific committees and get specific gavels, bypassing the steering committee that the rest of us have to work through to get our committee assignments. Uh, and they demanded specific legislation come to the floor. And that's just not the way a conference works. There's 222 of us and their opinions are no more valuable than mine or anybody else in the conference. And the only way we're going to be able to govern is if everyone is working together as a cohesive unit. And, you know, for all of the talk about returning to regular order that they have, uh, continued to insist on, uh, they're the ones that seemingly want to reject regular order and reject the will of the conference. And that makes it very hard to govern. And so you know from my vantage point this is very simple i ran to stop nancy pelosi end one party rule and get about the business of the american people right that is why i ran in a district joe biden won by 10 points it wasn't to have these intra party uh fights and and airing of petty grievances it was to get about the work so unless they want to do that um you know we're we're going to be here uh whether it's the fourth vote, the fifth vote, or the hundredth vote, and continue to vote uh, for Kevin McCarthy, because you can't give in on something like this or the conference just won't work.
7: All right. Mike Lawler calling us from a very busy Washington, D.C. Uh, go vote again
8: <laughs> as many times as you <laughs> need do. to, Mike.
7: Good to talk to you and happy new year. <laughs> thanks so much. You got it. Kevin. There he goes. Uh, we, we were very proud to help Mr. Lawler get across that finish line. He dethroned the D triple C chair Uh, In the uh, election, and uh, I'm so thankful that he's there fighting for the good uh, in Washington right now. Kevin McCullough, we're coming right back.
0: Coming to theaters January 26th Left Behind Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the Rapture? Yes, I saw it.
2: Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature.
3: Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC.
4: Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will
3: cast out
4: demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick.
3: Cast out demons.
4: Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today.
4: Hello, I'm
6: Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my Bogo Extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets buy one sec get another one absolutely free or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free so call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products
7: that's mypillow.com promo code kmc
0: breaking news as it happens you're listening to kevin mccullough radio
7: all right, we continue uh, as this uh, first week in the new year has certainly had its ups and downs. Uh, and as we continue to watch some of the zaniness play out in Washington, D.C., there's, a, there's, a, there's some, some news that's been made. The uh, January 6th committee has released its report. Yesterday, we spoke with a person who has uh, written uh, at least one perspective on it, Uh, and my next guest certainly has a perspective on it. Uh, Because of his proximity to uh, what was happening, uh, I think his new book, Courage Under Fire, Under Siege, and outnumbered 58 to 1, uh, is going to uh, help add some greater context, Uh, Stephen A. Sund was the police chief of the United States Capitol Police on the day of January 6th, and he joins us. Stephen, thank you for serving your country in uniform uh, there at the Capitol. We always appreciate our law enforcement, regardless of the branch or type of service that they render. It's always important to say thank you to those that do so. There's been a lot of politicization about January 6th, and we've seen some things even in recent days with the Ray Epps texts and some other things that continue to throw some shade and doubt on the Versions that the politicians are giving us. Talk to me about your
9: unique viewpoint and why you felt like it was important to put it in writing. Thank you very much for having me on today, uh, Kevin. From my point of view, I was the chief of police at the center of this attack. Um, and my big concern is what my men and women went through, what I believe are some of the failures that led to this and preventing it from ever happening again. You look at everything we did after 9-11 to implement better security, better uh, intelligence sharing, and we still had some of those failures on the 6th. So there's a lot of different issues that occurred on the 6th that I think contributed to it that I think could have prevented it uh, that I want to see uh, fixed so it doesn't happen again in the future intelligence
7: about what some of the nefarious uh, intended individuals were, were planning on doing ahead of time. Now, we've had little bits and pieces that have either leaked out or been foiled in different um, uh, sectors of this discussion in the last uh, couple of years. Um, how early, to your knowledge or from your perspective, did the proper authorities know that there, there, there were – nefarious actions afoot and that people were planning on creating mischief and, um, and, and doing bad things?
9: I think we're looking at it as early as right around December 20th. I think you see December 20th, there's some significant reporting uh, of intelligence about the uh, systems of tunnels underneath the Capitol, uh, and reporting of groups forming group, uh, 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 groups to uh, storm the Capitol, Intell- intelligence and surveillance on some of our entry points. There's there's and I put a lot of it in the book. I, I list as much as I can where we have intelligence where they were surveilling some of our entry points. They could tell you exactly how many officers posted one of our entry points. Uh, and as a chief of police, I find that very concerning. So it looked like weeks in advance. Uh, we're starting to see intelligence that should have gotten to me a lot, you know, m- gotten to me well before January 6th. And that would have given me the opportunity to bring in more resources. Did the speaker of the the
7: then speaker of the House have knowledge of some of these issues? Did she turn down the opportunity to bring what would have been helpful reinforcements for that day
9: and maybe have prevented a lot of this altogether? I appreciate that question. That's that's one of the interesting facts that I have in my book. It was no secret that General Milley had regular conversations with Speaker Pelosi well in advance of January 6th. Um, and General Milley and Secretary of Defense Miller had significant concerns for violence uh, at the Capitol on January 6th, at least as early as Sunday, January 3rd and Monday, January 4th. Such levels of significant uh, concerns for violence that they talked about shutting down the city, locking down the Capitol of the United States of America and revoking the permits that are issued on, on Capitol grounds. I'm the person that issues those permits. I'm the one that signs those permits. Guess who's the one they didn't tell? I got no information on their concerns. So if they're so damn concerned about locking down, the, so concerned about the violence that they're talking about locking down the city, I have my concerns that possibly they, they had uh, communications with people up on the, uh, on the hill in advance. Are you saying that even though she may have
7: received the very um communications that you just described that there was no
9: instruction from the speaker's office to the capitol police so let me let me explain kind of how the structure would work the okay. direct line of communication wouldn't be to me so when people picture the united states capitol police and think of me as the chief and you know usually the chief is at the top of the pyramid that's not the case i'm more like this so i'm at the bottom of the pyramid. and pyramid above me i have what's called the capitol police board the capitol police board is made up of a sergeant of arms for the house and a sergeant of arms for the senate both politically appointed by the by their respective uh, uh, chambers of Congress. Okay. You also have a uh, architect of the Capitol that's uh, appointed by President Trump uh, from the executive branch. They report directly to their leaders. So if there was a line of communication, it would have come in from Pelosi to Paul Irving, who is the House Sergeant Arms, and then to me. And that never occurred.
7: Okay. So as far as you were concerned, you never received warning from your higher ups. Um, uh, uh, to the degree that there was going to be trouble, to the degree that that we ended up seeing it on that
9: day, uh, that that and- is absolutely that that is absolutely true. And what I think your listeners and viewers should really be aware of is not only that, as the chief of the Capitol Police, I have extensive restrictions that are put in place by the leadership um, of the House to call in the, the uh, additional resources. I'm the so only. It's not chief-
7: a d- discretionary thing on your part. You you have to really take your cues from what you're
9: instructed. It's federal law. Uh, it's it's federal law that prevents me both in advance of an event. So if I'm planning for January 6th and like I did on the 3rd, I went and asked for the National Guard and Paul Irving turned me down for concern over the the look, the optics of military on Capitol Hill. Uh, or during an attack like we had on January 6th, federal law prevents me from calling in federal additional resources without first obtaining approval of the House Sergeant Arms for the respective chambers. It appeared as though there were different
7: points where people were let in and even kind of ushered in, uh, in certain stages. And then there's obviously the more graphic pictures later of, of windows being broken, people climbing on the side of the building.
9: But can you explain to me what was happening there? It's important that you look at it in chronological order. So right. yeah, so front, I want to get the our, facts straight for sure. Yep. And this is, the book is absolutely fact-based and I give footnotes, I give it, my timeline, everything they, that, that you need to reference. So 1253, we're hit on the West front. 80 minutes it takes for that battle to reach the skin of the building, which means the wall, the windows, and it's at 12, I think it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's 211 when they smash that first um, right shield through one of the windows. That's the very first entry point into the Capitol. So any pictures you're seeing after that where it looks like people are opening doors occurred after those windows first getting smashed and people started climbing into the windows. So the Capitol had already been breached. The pictures you're seeing, and and I'm glad you used the term appear, um, are... Uh, deceptive. There's there's pictures of officers that look like they're pushing the metal barricades out of the way and waving to the crowd to come in. What the what the people don't see is outside the view of that camera, that camera view, those metal barricades are 42 pounds. There's three of them, at least three or four, or four of them tied in a row. They're being yanked out by groups of protesters, yanked away from the officer. The officer has one hand on the barricade. It's physically impossible for one-handed backhand to push that many barricades out of the way. They're being yanked out of the way. And what people don't know is I'd call in assistance from 17 law enforcement agencies, almost 1700 officers, all on different radio channels. So my officers are now backing up. They realize they're being over overrun there and they're waving to the other officers. Come this way. Come this way. We're moving to higher ground. We're moving to our next um, uh, police line. What happened with the officer who shot the protester uh, inside the Capitol
7: from from your perspective, best knowledge that you have?
9: That you know, I'm going to base it on, you know, the the training. So you have an officer; he's assigned into the chamber. He's a, an official of the uh, chamber division, which is part of the uh, Capitol Police, that is inside the chamber protecting members of Congress. But any, if the officer is going to employ lethal force, it has to be based on his training, based on what he th- feels he's facing at that time, specifically to prevent uh, death or serious serious bodily injury to others investigated by metropolitan police department fbi and Capitol police and uh, deemed as a uh, justifiable use of force all right chief uh son
7: we appreciate uh, you being with us the book is called courage under fire under siege and outnumbered 58 to 1 and a fact-based approach to what happened on january 6 check that out uh, Stephen, uh Sun,
10: we, we will talk to you again soon
9: I, I look forward to it thank you for your time sir you got
7: it kevin mccullough coming right back don't go
10: away when hope is hard to find. A new collection of real life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now.
2: Did you know color is vital to your health? Now, I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidants balance of nature is whole produce it contains all the vital parts in balance color taste and smell keep you well and that's what you get with balance of nature
3: start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code kmc
6: hello i'm mike lindell inventor of my pillow thanks to your support you've helped make my pillow become one of the fastest growing companies in america I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my Bogo Extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one sec, get another one, absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on
7: all my pillow products. That's mypillow.com, promo code KMC.
0: Coming to theaters January twenty-sixth, left behind, rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations.
1: How do we know who we can trust? Trust God.
0: Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated, but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only, beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist.
1: Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it.
0: She's helped parents do it better since her days at New York 1. Now, she helps you hack the parenting code one tip at a time. Shelly Goldberg and the Parenting Express, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio.
7: All right, Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us. And on Wednesdays, we do try to uh, tackle the very uh, thick and sticky issue of becoming a better parent. It is uh, a challenge that many of us uh, feel like we don't live up to. But Shelly Goldberg has faithfully been uh, willing to give us tips uh, for the last number of years, and we're so grateful for that. And Shelly, we're, we're going into a part of parenting today and next week that we've never dealt with before, and that is the children that are on the grown side.
11: That's right, Kevin. We're talking about kids who are off to college, coming home from college, and it might very well be that 30, 35-year-old grown child. But for many of your listeners, it's going to be the child coming back from school. And I guarantee you, Kevin, over the holidays, whether it was Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving, in hundreds of homes across America, around the table, there were grown children that were blaming their parents for everything, for everything that's going wrong in the world, for everything that's going wrong in their lives. And blaming your parents, that's one category, but disrespect is a whole nother. It's a whole nother ball game, And I'm concerned, and I want to give your listeners an idea and, and tips of what to do when you have a disrespectful grown child sitting around the table making your life a living nightmare. So, mom and dad, you might have been the greatest parents in the world. You could have been the most attentive, loving, wonderful. And these things happen. So know that you're not alone, number one, and know that there are strategies and things that you can do. So what does it look like? We're talking about grown children who are disrespectful and show it by being ill-mannered, devaluing the people around the dinner table, refusing to listen, interrupting, being dismissive. There's a lack of courtesy. There's a lack of boundaries. It looks like you might have your kids raising their tone or yelling at you. Maybe they blame you for how they turned out or they're constantly highlighting all the mistakes that you made insulting you, calling you derogatory names, telling you you're crazy, saying you're crazy, you're overreacting, and they're constantly berating you. And it might even be, Kevin, that you have a grown child that's destroying property on purpose. So this can really escalate. But when we're usually not talking about things that happen once. Usually disrespect from a grown child is not a one-time deal. It's something that's happening over and over again. So what's your first step, mom and dad? The first thing you want to do is start asking yourself a whole bunch of questions. The why question. Would this possibly learn behavior from you or your spouse? Were you too permissive, authoritarian? Is it learn behavior from their peers? Friends that they had that now you're thinking about it. Gee, maybe that was not, those were not great influences. Social media. Very often, disrespectful behavior is a cry for help. It could be a mental health issue. It could be depression, substance abuse, unresolved childhood trauma, like a divorce that wasn't addressed uh, maybe with support or therapy or, or a counselor with your children. Maybe your child never learned how to regulate intense emotions like anger and sadness, meaning they have those emotions, we all do, but they just haven't figured out or learned the skills. What do you do when you feel that way? Maybe your child is having difficulty navigating adulthood. Maybe they see their more successful peers doing well in the world, and it's so painful for your child who's now in college or graduating from college, and they don't know what to do with those painful feelings. And for a lot of grown children, they want to avoid the, intros- the introspection that really is necessary to cope with all of these feelings. Um, we're going to do this in a part one and a part two, Kevin. So next week, because this is such an important topic, we're going to give very specific and effective steps to deal with uh, disrespectful grown children. But in the interim, I want to navigate your listeners to two fabulous articles. Okay. The, the, authors, the authors did a wonderful job. Sarah Christensen did an article on steps to deal with a dis. Disrespectful grown child, and Barry Davenport did another wonderful article. The best ways to deal with a disrespectful grown child. So, if your listeners, you know, until we 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 go forward with this next week, those are great homework assignments. Um, the most important thing, Kevin, is mom and dad. You have to have you have to present a united front, or the child is going to say, "Mom, you are crazy," and dad agrees with me. Kevin, your thoughts.
7: Well, let me start right there. You can never play um, pit one against the other. you you got to be united on all things, uh, and that is that is super important, particularly when they're younger. But I find even as they're getting older that that will apply as well. And we look forward to some of those practical uh, responses to this. This is a very real issue that uh, Shelley has uh, identified for us, and I think we're going to benefit greatly from Part 2 next week. Shelley Goldberg, thank you so much.
11: Thank you, Kevin.
7: You got it. Kevin McCullough, uh, yet to come. Dr. Douglas Howard will uh, be here for some good tips on nutrition on this Wellness Wednesday. Don't go away.
0: Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it
6: Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA.
5: When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning.
6: That's why I invented MyPillow. one get one free offers and get deep
10: discounts on all my pillow products that's mypillow.com promo code kmc when hope is hard to find a new collection of real life stories from fox news's harris faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most faith still moves mountains miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now
2: Balance of nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste and smell, keep you well and that's what you get with balance of nature
3: start now by going to balance of and don't forget to use discount code kmc
10: when hope is hard to find a new collection of real life stories from fox news's harris faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most faith still moves mountains miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now
4: our ministry will only grow there will be many more followers That I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick, cast out demons. Was that a
5: ceremony I missed?
4: This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com
3: today.
9: News about your wellness
0: with Doctor Douglas Howard exclusively. I'm Kevin McCullough. Radio proudly powered by the fruits and vegetables of Balance of Nature.
7: Yes, proudly powered. Even when I was uh, in the remote Smoky Mountains over the holiday break, uh, taking the Balance of Nature and staying, keeping my uh, immune system strong uh, was really important because uh, we we really uh, you know we were in different places as we were traveling on the road, eating food we wouldn't normally eat. Uh, and uh, it was just great, and I am so jazzed about this coming year. I've had four or five friends tell me that they are starting the uh, balance of nature here at the top of the year, and they're looking forward to boosting their immune systems and feeling better and having all those successes. So, yes, proudly powered by the fruits and vegetables of uh uh, balance of nature dr douglas howard the the originator of balance of nature's fruits and veggies is here and uh doc i love this i love when things you've been telling us on the air and you've been doing it much longer than that in private practice and in your uh, lectures and so forth uh get get uh, confirmation in places that i don't often look for that confirmation from and uh the new york times has a great big article eat your veggies Study finds poor diets linked to one in five deaths. If you get the New York Times saying that Doc Howard's got it right, something's going in the right direction there, Doc. (laughs)
12: That's right. Yeah, can you imagine 20%, 20% of all deaths linked in this study were from poor diets, just poor diet. Well,
7: and given the fact that you've you've kind of broken this down over time, our diets generally tend to be, uh, you know, highly processed. We do a lot of convenience eating, things that are coming in boxes and cans and stuff like that. And if people are setting a goal, I'm guessing one of the things you'd encourage them to do is get away from those boxes and cans.
12: Well, yes, but let me tell you, this, I'm gonna go back to the study for just a second. It was so people understand. This is from the British Journal. Um, they're called the Lancet and it's a, the, ma- the major medical journal in, in Europe. And, um, as it goes through and it talks about that, and this is in 2017 and it's actually gotten worse since then. There's other studies that show and not better. That's the sad part, but 20, uh, 20% of all deaths and most of them, uh, over 10 million of them were from cardiovascular disease. Um, uh, Uh, almost a million of them were from, from cancers, cancer related deaths, and type 2 diabetes were almost a half a million. So it's just, it's just crazy at how much, and these are all, these are all lingering long deaths. And here's the beauty of this, and I've been teaching this for a long time, is I really stopped hammering on people on most of their diet issues. Because you know what, I found I just couldn't get them to stop. But what I could do is get them to start pushing more of the good things into their diet. And as we encourage the goodness into the diet, it's interesting how our appetites actually start controlling and we start having less and less of the, of the cravings for the bad stuff. And that was, that's was been the most successful thing in my practice in 20 years of what I've been able to do. Because if somebody is concentrating on, on the cracks on the sidewalk so they won't trip, and they're concentrating that they won't trip, they're afraid of tripping, they're walking down, let's say, some stairs, and they're afraid of tripping down those stairs, and you have somebody else who's not worried about tripping so much, who's the most likely one? It's always the person who's concentrating on that crack in the sidewalk and the person who's nervous about tripping walking down those stairs. Think of of a beauty pageant, you know, the one that's thinking, oh, if I walk down those stairs, I'm going to trip in my heels. They're the ones that trip. It's not the confident ones that aren't worried about tripping. Well, the same thing we've found and I found in practice. If I concentrate on don't do this and don't do this, that's the first thing people want to do. If I say don't look over there, what's the first thing you do?
7: Probably I'm going to try to do exactly what you said not to do.
12: Yeah, that's exactly Say do this with your kids sometime, you're going to see oh, it. Oh, all
7: the time, but, yes.
12: Yeah. <laughs> don't look. Yeah, first thing you're going to turn your head and look and that's the same with this. So, I've concentrated on on trying There's certain ones that I just can't turn my head to, but I try not to, to pick somebody's diet to pieces and instead start encouraging them to put the good things in. Start eating more fruits and vegetables and guess what? Your cravings become for more fruits and vegetables. Your well, body see, knows better.
7: And I knew that part of it because, and I, I, I tell people this all the time. Uh, in fact, when we were with some family over the weekend, they were asking me about fruits and veggies, and of course, I'm, I'm like a walking billboard for you guys because I'm, I have such good health and I'm such, uh, I'm so uh, empowered by the product. But uh, I was telling them, I said, you know what's interesting? You want to, you want to fix your diet, and, and you're, you're having trouble with, you know, choosing to eat enough vegetables. I said, just start the fruits and veggies routine. What 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 I found is that after a number of months, I just craved salads and uh, vegetables and fruits much more often than i ever did before and it wasn't really anything that i was thinking about doing it was my body just kind of began to call out for those types of things and then one of my one of my relatives said well you know i I can relate to that because uh period back uh, she had you know started eating more green vegetables and so forth and then she like craved broccoli at certain times during the year and uh turns out she had an iron issue that her that her doctors were all like uh satisfied that she was getting a lot of leafy green you know sturdy vegetables with what well, her body was trying to tell her that and uh so it it totally made sense when i when i laid that into the conversation doc
12: Absolutely. And isn't it nice when we can concentrate more on what we should be doing and then the other will fall by the side with time. Yeah. And, and if it doesn't, then we start pointing them out. But there's a few that I point out anyways. You know, if you've got some New Year's resolutions, you're really looking at being healthy. Number one, I always point out is stop smoking. Please just stop smoking. And then we can get some of the chemistry going proper in the body. And if you want to stop smoking and help stop smoking, I work with balance of nature because it starts replacing the proper nutrition into the body. But this year, going into this new year, let's concentrate on the positive, the things we can do.
7: I like that. And friends, it's never been easier to do because the fruits and veggies right now at the beginning of this new year, and you're going to get the best price. You're going to get free shipping. Uh, and if you call today, you're going to, you're going to be glad you did here at the beginning of the year. And here's what I would like you to do. Jump on board and take the challenge for 12 months with me. Just do what I do all year long. Just take your fruits and veggies, three of each each day and see for yourself if you don't end up by the end of this year feeling much better than you did at the beginning. Uh, here's the number, 800-246-8751, 800 800 and, uh, of course, uh, tell them Kevin McCullough told you to call when you're there, and ask for your health coach, because you can get one of those for the year as well. We've got so much to get in. Thanks for being with us today, and Happy New Year.
12: Happy New Year, and I do give that challenge, get your health coach now.
7: Kevin McCullough, coming right back,
4: final thoughts next. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers, but I have chosen you twelve as my Apostles. You're sending us? An Apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew.
5: The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience.
4: I'm sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that?
3: Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him.
4: Heal the sick,
3: cast
5: out
4: demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things.
5: The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today
7: code KMC.
0: What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All
7: right, Kevin McCullough, Wellness Wednesday. Always appreciate those of you that turn to us. And, you know, we do try to have some good information for you, whether it be uh, Dr. Douglas Howard or Shelley Goldberg or Dr. Mark Siegel or any number of people that are focusing in on the areas of life that bring greater wellness to you. I think it's worth our effort to do that. There's no doubt, at least in my mind, that the average family, average person, average marriage, average parent, average child could use a little bit a little bit more happiness in their life. Uh, my bride follows a, an Instagram account called The Dad. She got me turned on to this uh, about a year ago. And a lot of the stuff that 's on there is really funny now you have to be dudes if you're if you 're going to check it out, you have to be willing to poke a little fun at yourself and see the the uh validity of that because we we male species oftentimes we 're funnier than we realize and not necessarily in good ways um, but everybody's got a little funny in them somewhere right i mean we 're all kind of goofy on on some level um but she sent me this that he had posted uh, earlier this week, and it 's the movie rating system. That we all need. Uh, Nick, I don't know if you've, your kids are really small, so you probably haven't r- wrestled with this too much yet. But uh, here's, here's the proposed movie rating system, and tell me if this would work. There's two G ratings, two PG ratings, and two PG 13 ratings. Here's the G's. Okay. G plus. Okay, so there's a G plus and minus there's, in each one of these. G plus. Made for kids. But adults will like it too. G plus, I kind of like that. That's you know.
8: I'm not going to D- Disney gonna, plus could definitely use that.
7: I'm not going to be bored. G minus. Kids will love it, but it has an annoying soundtrack you'll have to listen to for a year straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we already know that that exists. Uh, PG plus, um, There's a good dog in that movie. PG mm. minus. The dog dies at the end. <laughs> so you know, my dog Skip. Ah, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of rough. Uh, PG 13 plus some violence, but it's just people killing robots and aliens so it doesn't really count. PG 13 minus there's there's too much sexual stuff in here to watch with your family. Everyone will be super awkward. it'll feel uh, bad don't don't go there is the recommendation those are the new six ratings that
8: someone has suggested. what do you think i I definitely think some of that could definitely be helpful i don't know about the pg-13 plus and minus but you know uh definitely if you're if you're in the car and you want to avoid that special soundtrack that the kids have watched millions of times that would be a good rating
7: yeah no the g-minus definitely and uh and I guess because I have boys that are in the 10 to teen range now, all the Marvel and DC and Star Wars and all the stuff, you know, it, the, yeah, some of that should be PG 13, but it is just killing robots and aliens. So it's yeah. not, it's, it's not R rated. You don't see blood and guts and all that kind of stuff. That's yeah. good. Um, uh, but the, the PG minus, the dog dying at the end, I mean, every time I see my dog skip, it's just the saddest yeah, That would be something to avoid I, for I just, children six and under. I just, I just weep. So, anyway, let's make more G-plus movies. Uh, made for kids, but adults like them, too. I Agreed. think that's the, the winner all the way around. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll hopefully, uh, on the new weekend show, uh, starting soon, have more of those types of uh, movies for you. We, we are constantly being apprised of some really good stuff for your family. Uh, my, my 10-year-old totally getting into The Chosen right now. He's midway through season two, and, of course, season three came out this year, so we'll be watching all that. I'm Kevin McCullough. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time.
0: Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes,
1: I saw it.